Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Jordana, and I have toxic pee. And I'm Paul Douglas, your second favorite former meteorologist. This microphone is always on. You're not supposed to tape me during the commercial breaks. That's devious. That is dark. Three nope, nope. All radio. things We're said live on the radio. Jordana's toxic pee is fair game. Come on. We All cannot right. be held with accountable for things that we say on live radio. It's it's a lot. It's 15 hours a week. My gosh, it's friends. It's a lot. It's We're a not lot. responsible. And I've, I've just been handed this correction. It isn't second favorite. It's seventh favorite meteorologist. Oh. That's okay, though. As long as I'm harsh, in the top ten. Harsh. Former former meteorologist. Yeah. Meteorologist, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm still a uh, meteorologist. We're going to start talking about... I'm sorry. They don't take it We're away from you. With, with COVID. We're going to talk about COVID, but... I wanted to just kind of slide in. This is the last day of my fundraiser for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Leukemia and Lymphoma just sent me a bunch of fans, a bunch of uh, things to use at the at the gala. I just posted on my Instagram with the link at Jordana Verde uh, on Instagram. You can find it on Twitter at Jordana WCCO or for friends on Facebook. Um, last day. This is my last plug. I promise. But we, I'd love to just get over the edge and um, you know get as much as we can for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So you can. Go to jordanagreen.com, jordanagreen.com. I'll send you my hollow recipe if you donate. If you already did, just send me an email. I will uh, send it to you. But but last day, you can find that link on my Instagram story. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank hey, you. I donated. Um, friends Yo, and family donated. That. Thank you. I put some I pressure it. on them. Actually, I didn't have to put pressure. They they absolutely mm-hmm. wanted to do anything to help. Thank you. So Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad. I feel proud of what we've done already, but I... Always want a little more, right, boy? Before the end, push push us over the edge. But but leukemia was not the disease that we were going to start the show with. Well, it's COVID, and some numbers came out today that that made all of us do a double take. According to the World Health Organization, coronavirus, the pandemic, led to nearly 15 million excess deaths worldwide. Now, that that needs some explanation. That 15 million number is three times greater than any previous estimate. It's the number of people who died directly from COVID-19, others who died from indirect causes. Uh, maybe they couldn't get into a hospital. Um, healthcare shortages, you know, mm-hmm. were prevalent as the virus surged all around the world. Right. Almost 5 million deaths estimated in India. That's 10 times higher 
than official records suggest. And here in the U.S., sure, we just passed a million premature deaths in the United States and incalculable loss for uh, all the families impacted by that. In my immediate family, no fatalities, a couple of cases of long COVID. In my extended family, like second cousins, third cousins, uh, two or three uh, of my extended family lost their lives. So, Oh, Paul, and, I'm so sorry. And, well, and, and these are not, well, look, yeah, everybody has a story. Everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who was impacted by this. And I'm hearing more reports of long COVID. I still don't want it, Jor. I, brain fog? No, thank you. No, my goodness. Impotence? Absolutely not. Uh, that, it's, it, it, can, it can be devastating. It can be debilitating. And we're only three years out. It's called COVID-19 for a reason. It started in 2019, and yeah. we're only in 2022, so we don't really know the long-term effects of COVID in humans. But but hearing those numbers, a million Americans have died from the yep. coronavirus or, or COVID-19 in three years. It's just... It's devastating. And, you know, what's interesting is that my husband was in an airport today. He's going to see his grandson before I get too sick to be around people. So he he's going to see his grandson in New York, taking precautions, of course. But he said to me, Jor, maybe 1% of people in the airport and on the plane are wearing masks. Wow. Maybe 1%. And he... You know, obviously, I'm immunocompromised, so he needs to come back to me healthy. He doesn't want anybody schmutz or anybody's cold. It's not even about COVID. I have antibodies for that. But um, it's about a cold or a flu or anything yeah. that's communicable. Yeah. So he, of course, wears his mask and does his best to protect himself and will probably distance when he gets home for a little. I'm really close to transplant now. Uh, but um, it's it's surprising to me how people have gone so quickly back to normal. And But I said to him, babe, that's kind of encouraging. I want to be back to normal like everybody else. So is it over? Do you feel being out in the in the world, do you feel like it's over? He said, I feel like everybody else thinks it is. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're all done with COVID. I'm not convinced that COVID <laughs> is done with us. I, it, it, the variants continue to pop up. Yes. And until mm-hmm. a critical mass of people all around the world are vaccinated or catch this thing and have natural immunity there will also be little there will always be little wells of of new variants popping up right yeah mm-hmm. that's my understanding so yeah god i hope we're in the seventh or eighth inning but uh right we shall see so we're going to take your calls and texts okay yeah. the text line is 651 um are you back to normal? I mean, the, the stat came out today. A million Americans have died. That sort of set me back like, oh, wow, we are like Paul said, COVID is not done with us. Yet I had the absolute opposite with my husband telling me that people are back to normal. You know, but, but airports and nobody's wearing masks or one percent, he said, of people are wearing masks. So where are you in your sort of COVID journey? Are you ripping the masks off? Are you totally back to normal? You know, restaurants, movies, everything. You know, if you're provided that you're healthy and not immunocompromised, are you totally back to normal? Or does a, a stat like a million Americans dead of COVID um, bring you back to reality and, and think, wow, I should still be on alert? Six five one four six one nine two two six six five one four six one nine two two six. Chime in where you are on your COVID journey. We'll be right back. Paul and Jordana and DJ, not back to normal yet entirely, but 
I think most of us can see normal. It's off in the distance. It's getting closer. Certainly in much better shape this spring than last year at this time. The question today, and please call us, 651-461-9226. Are you back to normal? Is your family doing things the way you did them back in 2019 at work, restaurants, movies, school, etc.? Or are you still taking COVID precautions? And if so, what are you doing and why? Curious to hear from you. Call us or text us, 651-461-9226. Randy calling from southeastern Minnesota. Randy, uh, welcome. Uh, good to have you with us. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Yeah, I just had a quick story about our COVID situation, I guess. Uh, we went. We had a family gathering for Easter, and uh, everybody tested before they went. Everybody was negative, and uh, everybody was double vaccinated and boosted twice. And after that get together, we uh, we had eight of us test positive, and I'm still kind of fighting the symptoms here, I guess. So, I, I guess uh, <clears throat> the vaccination, you know, must not have protected us from whatever the variant is. I guess so. Well, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry to hear that. Uh, are you the one who got the sickest? How did the other seven uh, do with with COVID, uh, Randy? Yeah, I guess the the sickest one was my grandson who was four years old. That uh, of course he hadn't been vaccinated, but right. he was pretty sick. And then <clears throat> just this last week now, he woke up and his hand was swollen, and he had a sore ankle, and he had a rash. So my my daughter took him into the Mayo Clinic and did a bunch of tests and stuff, but they. You know, they don't really know either what caused it, but it seems like he's getting better now. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not something you really want to get, I guess. it's. Uh, I know I've been, <clears throat> I farm here, and I've been fighting it for a couple weeks now, and it's uh, pretty nasty, I guess. So. What, Randy, is it shortness of breath? Is it energy levels? I mean, what, what, what are you experiencing well, right now? Well, I guess the main thing is just, really congested in the head Mm -hmm. and then like you said before maybe a little bit of brain fog i guess so i guess everybody i think is going to be okay it's really strange how it affects people but uh my wife has been with me you know of course all the time and she she's never tested positive for it so wow but she had she had her booster a couple weeks ahead of me here she had hers in March, and I had mine the first of April. I guess the fourth shot. So, mm-hmm. well, we we appreciate you calling in, Randy, and and um, yeah. hang in there, and and thank you. And I, I'm glad you were vaccinated. Yeah. Hopefully, this will fade quickly. But uh, best wishes to yeah. you. That, yeah, that's what I'm hoping to. So, okay, thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Randy. Just proof we're not done. It's well, just proof we're not, we're not done. It's still very much a threat. And and again, everybody's going to get it, right? Everybody's going to catch so. it. And mm-hmm. and some people will be asymptomatic. They won't even know they have it. Other people will still get knocked on their butt, even if they have the vaccine and the booster. Yeah. But those people without the vaccine and the booster may have wind up in the ICU without that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm kind of... 
fatalistic that I just want to be as prepared as I can be when I do, in fact, catch it. Yeah, this texter writes, two doctors have been on CCO and said we're not out of COVID. I follow science. I don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Hmm. I get it. Yeah. I mean, you got to and you, and it's very personal. You got to do what's best for you. You know, if you're comfortable, if you want to still if you're comfortable taking off your mask, I guess that's your thing. Um, I guess knowing if you haven't had it yet, that if, at some point this is endemic, not pandemic. We're we're not on high alert, but it's going to happen to you. Um, but if you don't want to wear if you still want to wear your mask, go nuts. You know, nobody's judging you. Nobody here. Um, hey, hey, guys, I'm masking till my grandkiddos are four. They're four and younger and until they can get a vaccine. Totally get it because those kids go to daycare and they pick up stuff. And, and while they might not even uh, be sick, they can certainly pass it to um, grandparents or older folks or immunocompromised folks. Hey, George, it's interesting. My uh, my grandson is going to daycare. He's two. Mm-hmm. And he's in there with other two-year-olds, three-year-olds. Yeah. And I thought for sure that his parents would want him to be vaccinated. And now they're like, you know, I think we're going to hold off. We're going to wait. We're going to yeah, just see it. how things go. Um, we don't want to be the first to have a two-year-old vaccinated. We want to just kind of step back and make sure that it is, in fact, as safe as advertised. And I, I think Moderna is close. FDA has not approved it. But I think they're close within the next few weeks of having, mm-hmm. you know, vaccines for six month to five year olds. So, but um, I was a little surprised by that. Uh, that's this texter says my husband and I still wear masks. We've both been vaccinated and boosted. And I think, you know, I, I find my youngest does this, my 14 year old. And I find that masking gives a sense some semblance whether it's real or not of control over what you can do to protect yourself Mm -hmm. yes of course you can get a vaccine that's science please do that get a vaccine and please wear masks you know n95s there are masks that really will protect you um and you know even a, a cloth covering protects a little bit so but i also find that if if you have more of a sense of control about your protection that's a good thing too that gives you more confidence to be out in the world, to be back at work, to be going grocery shopping, to be social. So if that's what you need to um, to, to re-enter society, I am all for that, too. And it's okay. The placebo effect is real. And that's okay if um, – and, and look, I believe in masks. I wear my mask everywhere. So I'm just saying for people who say, oh, why are you wearing masks? You know, maybe it's, it's a, a sense of control over this virus. And that is totally good. It's yeah. good. Any kind of sense yeah. we can have of control is is fair. And I'm not judging uh, other people whether or not they wear a no, mask or don't wear a mask. You you do what you feel you have to do, and I'm just going to do my thing, and I will ignore you. I'll wave. I'll smile under my mask, if appropriate. I, I'm not wearing a mask nearly as much as I used to just a few mm-hmm. months ago. So, mm-hmm. you know, but that's me. And other people, right. I understand if you you're immunocompromised, uh, you have to be extra careful. And and Jor, I know you have to be extra, extra, extra careful. You're going into this bone marrow transplant in a few weeks. You can't catch it. Some of the texts say, uh, "Not back to normal." Continued cautiousness. Do not want to get COVID. Enjoy listening to Jordana and Paul. Michelle from Stillwater. Hi, Michelle. Uh, this texter writes, hi, Paul and Jor. For me and my family, we're very much back to normal. Very thankful that COVID seems to be over for the most part over here. However, it is uh, affecting my family this way. 
We plan to take a once in a lifetime trip to Europe this summer with our two teenagers, mm-hmm. but we have now had to, um, I'm sorry that the text is out of order. Now had to rope right now. I'm not sure what that means because they still have a lot of masking requirements. Uh, they also. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois reservation requirements for seeing certain museums and tours we're not anti-maskers but by any means but we did not want to go to europe and have to wear a mask the whole time or have masks in all of our pictures since this is probably the only time we would ever go to europe as a family of four we also did not want to deal with the possibility of getting into certain um postponing for the second time because of covid uh, now, not that we're worried about catching COVID, but rather because of COVID is still pretty bad in Europe right now. I get it. There's, there is, and and you know what? That's fair. They don't want to have their masks when they're, you know, taking pictures if they're at the Louvre or at Big Ben or wherever in Europe they're going. Um, I get that too. Yeah, we're supposed to be going to celebrate a friend's fiftieth birthday for the third time. It was canceled <laughs> for two years, and she's adamant that it's going to happen this year. And uh, they're renting a house and inviting some friends, and we're going to, you know, God willing, unless something, again, blows up at the last minute, we hope to be mm-hmm. there. But, uh, yeah, everybody has to walk their own path here and do what's right for them. I'm just glad I'm not in China. Uh, they have this zero-COVID policy, and they're, you want to talk about draconian, what the Chinese state is doing. They are locking some residents in their homes using bolts and wires to forcibly lock residents into their apartments to prevent them from leaving, Uh, which (laughs) I don't think that would fly here in the United States. No. But um, but but draconian measures. Well, I I guess this isn't draconian. But, you know, for example, the the um, the correspondence dinner, you had to be that was a super and boosted. Yeah. Yeah. And it was still a super spreader event. So yes. it, it's like you can't escape. 
It's like you. I mean, unless you're hiding in your house, which nobody wants to do. Nobody wants that anymore. People complain. So I'll con- we'll continue to read the text yeah. and take calls throughout the show. Just how you're dealing with being, if you are back to normal, or if um, how you're still handling this. Absolutely. On, on the heels of of the news that one million Americans are dead from COVID. Yeah. In the last almost three years, two and a half years. Hey, is this still a good time to be looking for a home? Mortgage rates have what doubled in the last few months. And uh, John Schuster has talked about a shift that he is seeing in the market. And I'm curious what he means by that. When we come back, a real estate mogul, John Schuster, is going to be joining us to talk about what comes next. So is this still a good time to move? Is it a good time to buy a new home, sell your home? Inflation, interest rates have, what, doubled in the last few months? I saw this nugget. 30% of U.S. adults say this is a good time to buy a house. That's down 23 percentage points from just a year ago, the first time that figure has been below 50%. So we wanted to ask an expert, and joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline is John Schuster. Hey, John. Hey, Paul. How's it going? It's it's going okay. I I was going to ask you, I'm trying not to look at the stock market (laughs) <laughs> Most people don't make decisions based on how the market is doing, but I am getting this question a lot. Is this still a good time to move? You know, Paul, our market is still strong. It's a great market, but we are seeing some changes. And, you know, you and I have been talking about this at our forums we've been doing over the last couple of years of this shift that's coming. And I think we're beginning to see the start of that shift. Uh, as you said, you know, interest rates are up almost 2% over the last couple months. And, you know, for every 1% increase in interest rates, it truly decreases a buyer's buying power by 10%. So that that buyer that was originally approved and could max out at a half a million dollar purchase is now closer to the $450,000 price point. So it's putting some downward pressure on those starter homes. But overall, it's still a strong market, and we still expect to see home price increases over the next couple of years probably just not to the tune of the 10 and 20% that we've seen over the last couple of years. Got it. Okay. So, John, what about the folks, because I've I have I'm known people who, of course, I always refer to you, but they say, even if we did sell our house, where would we go? Because the prices are so high, they feel like they wouldn't be able to afford another house. What's your advice there? Well, you know, before interest rates go up even higher, we're encouraging people to still go out there and purchase because we believe, as I said, in, the, the home prices are still going to increase. And if they're doing a lateral move, it doesn't make that big of a difference because they're going to make that much more in their home sale. Mm-hmm. There still is inventory out there, but the inventory is tight. We are at a, currently at a one-month supply of homes. And as we've talked about before, a balanced market is a six-month supply of homes. So there's kind of some creative things that sellers that are going to be buyers have to do. Um, There's some options of going to look at buying before you sell, because we know we can get your home sold, but there is some angst sometime about finding that next home. Or working with a broker that has some pocket inventory out there, some inventory that's not on the market, and that's how we've been able to get a lot of our buyers into homes over the last couple of years. John, I know you've got this uh, Home Seller Forum coming up May 17th and again May 19th. So that's sneaking up, If and it's it's still it's virtual, right? It's online? 
Yeah, it's virtual. It's free. There's no obligation. Uh, it's going to be about 45 minutes long, and it's coming up here in two weeks, and we're having two evening sessions. And normally, Paul, we only have these in the fall, in the kind of the midwinter. Well, because of the shifting market, we thought it was more important than ever to have it have a couple of sessions in May. So we're excited to have them with you here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, just go over to, if you're interested, johnschustergroup.com. No obligation at all, but you'll learn a lot. And uh, if, if you are thinking of making a move, there's great information. johnschustergroup.com. Click the banner at the top of the page marked Home Seller Forum. Uh, you know, I've heard these crazy stories where some of these sales with multiple offers, people are, are uh, basically making their own rules, like no inspection. I mean, to me, that's a red flag. I don't care how hot the market is. You you still want your home to be inspected before you sign on the dotted line, whatever you're going to buy, right? Well, there definitely are some concerns if you're going to go into a property and not have an expect inspection contingency. But we've seen some buyers where there's been, you know, one, two, three dozen offers where about half those offers, the buyers are waiving their inspection contingency. Mm-hmm. And when we're representing you as a buyer, you know, the kind of the red lights are flashing. We tell them all the concerns and cautions going into a purchase without doing an inspection contingency. You know, the great thing is one of the inspectors we work with are doing what they call like mini inspections where, you know, the buyer wants to go in non-contingent, not having an inspection contingency. We'll actually bring our inspector along on a showing and they'll do, it's a quick inspection. It's kind of a half hour inspection during that showing. And we can also mitigate some of the concern of possibly looking at adding a home warranty on to cover the mechanicals and plumbing, electrical systems. But you're absolutely correct. Uh, for a first-time buyer coming into a property, we always caution them, you really want to do a full home inspection. Hey, are you getting requests from people that want to move, that want to convert bedrooms into Zoom rooms? And, I mean, <laughs> how much of what we're seeing right now, this this uh, wanderlust, is being driven by the fact that so many people now can work from home at least part of the time. Is that what's driving some of the demand? Well, we are, and that's what we've seen over the last couple of years when we all went back home with COVID, but it seems like the open concept living has gone away, and the new concept that comes back is closed concept living, where people want to have dedicated space for, for home officing, for kids to work at if they're going to be home from school or whatnot. Uh, so we're seeing more and more where space really truly does matter when you're purchasing a home, and these open concept homes do not necessarily work how we've lived the last couple of years. Yeah, amen. Other than that, John, I was going to ask you if there are any trends, if there are any trends in home buying, or maybe if you're looking to sell, maybe something you might want to fix up in your home. Um, I know homes are appealing and they're flying off the market, but any other trends that you've seen in the market lately? You know, it's just we've just seen a reverse in the trends where, where people are now looking for bigger homes, where before it was kind of, you know, homes had gotten too big a couple of years ago and people were kind of looking for more smart space or smaller space. I think more space, larger yards, we're seeing people that really, they want to feel comfortable that if, if a lockdown ever happened again or they had to not leave their home or their block for a couple of weeks, that they have the space for them and their family to feel comfortable and to be able to spread out. So we're definitely seeing people really looking for more sp- space, both inside their home, but also the yard. The yard is becoming very important. And in some assets like having a pool or privacy in your backyard 
are becoming more important. That's my definition of an optimist, a Minnesotan with a pool or a convertible. <laughs> I love that. Hey, Paul, uh, when's, the sh- when's the shift in the weather going to happen? That's the shift we got to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Next week, next <laughs> week. And, and, and I am going to get rid of that orange shag carpeting, okay, in the lower level. I, I promised I would do that. I'm going to get rid of We've that. We've talked about it for years, Paul. Oh, it's got to go. I'm kind of attached to listen. it. Thank you, John Schuster. Thanks, John. Good talking to you guys. Have a All great right. day. Hang in there. Thanks, John. Oh, He's boy. such a great guy. Yep. He knows Tell us stuff. again when the Home Seller Forum is. It is the 17th and the 19th. And, uh, yeah, you just go to johnschustergroup.com and click on the banner marked Home Seller Forum. johnschustergroup.com. Yeah, the uh, 6 p.m. on the 17th, 6 p.m. on May 19th. No obligation. You will learn amazing stuff. Even if you don't go with John Schuster, why wouldn't you, mm-hmm. you know, eavesdrop and get some great info? Yeah. And you and I both captured the same story. What is NASA thinking? And stop it, NASA. They've Just lost. Stop it. They've lost their minds. <laughs> we'll, sh- we'll share what got us off the dime, shaking our heads next. Now, if people did not exactly consider this a pressing issue before, they sure do now. Because last night, thousands of people showed up to protest in Washington, D.C., New York City, Austin, Texas... And Los Angeles, California. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Usually you only get crowds like that when Delta announces they've begun (laughs) pre-boarding. I refuse to stay seated until you call my zone. (laughs) It's true. It is true. It's both true. It's both true about them get people getting up and standing there and hovering. Um, and, you know, it's funny. We were talking about some of the late night hosts last night and just these past two nights. And David made he made the observation, he said, which I thought was very poignant. He says, you know, a lot of the monologue isn't jokes. You know, obviously, they're talking about the Supreme Court leak and this soon to be ruling on re- reversing Roe v. Wade. And I said, you're right. It's not something that was funny, but it was a Delta joke. Um, but. It, it was very poignant. It was very angry. It was, you know, social commentary. And I think that's part of their job, too. Yeah. That's why we watch Late Night, and that's why we watch Saturday Night Live. So we can, yes, put hopefully some humor into making sense of some big issues that are happening in the world today. But um, I found it fascinating to watch the Late Night hosts and their reaction to what's happening at this point. I just want to stick up for Delta. I'm pretty loyal to Delta. <laughs> and And look, there's first class. And then there's comfort, and then there's discomfort. And uh, I'm stuck in discomfort, and I'm just, you know, I'm okay with discomfort because it only gets there to the destination a few milliseconds after first class gets to that destination. So I've, I've just, you know, spend your money any way you want, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Coach. I'm not okay with NASA using naked pictures of human beings, sending them out into space... What is going on? Is that how we want to be introduced to aliens? Space oh nudes? Gosh. Space oh. nudes. That's what, yeah. So I, that's, I feel like that's a movie that should be upcoming, Space, space nudes. nudes. But go ahead. Tell us what the heck. NASA's lost their minds. Well, and, and look, it's not graphic photos of naked human beings, but there is a drawing of a naked man and a naked woman next to a depiction of a strand of DNA, genetic material. But the plan is to launch these pictures into space in the hope of luring aliens to us. Is that a good idea? Who at NASA 
believes this is a good idea, not knowing if they're going to be friendly aliens or unfriendly aliens. And, you know, once they see, you know, drawings of us naked. And I'm looking at the pictures. They're illustrations, but it sort of looks like they're illustrations drawn on a computer from, you know, 1982, a very pixelated version. It's like, you know, like a, a yellow cursor that has pecked out a human form on an Atari, oh, really? you know, from from the 80s hmm. with that double helix. So, yeah, they're human, but it's like a see-through drawing of a man and a woman. You, you were better off just sending photos of people, and they can be clothed. I, I guess I don't but, understand. Uh, the scientists explain that the concept yeah. of mathematics in human terms is potential, potentially unrecognizable to extra uh, terrestrial intelligence. Binary is likely the universal across all intelligence. That's why they sent that DNA code. I see. But then there's like pictures of, of a man and a woman just waving, naked, waving. Naked. Hi. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. If you did send a photo of a naked man... And a naked woman, which which person would you pick? And the aliens would come here thinking everybody looks like that. Yeah, right. Purple outlined in yellow and naked. They, We're not naked anymore. They might be disappointed if they showed up. Yes. <laughs> no, we want to see yes, these are this very person. fit pictures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is. <laughs> and also, don't you think the aliens know we're here and they're look at us and they're so. like, no yeah. way are we. Yeah. They are messed up. Well, we, we are not going. There. We are the Jersey Shore of the universe. Just keep on going. Just keep Take on going. Offense. Taking offense to that. <laughs> uh, the news is next Snooky. when we come back. Yeah, the news is next. And Todd Walker is going to be joining us at 420. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.